Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And who can believe that it was already a year ago that Xbox announced a little bit of a problematic rollout for the increase in price of their Xbox Live Gold product. What? It wasn't, it wasn't a year ago. It was, in fact, yesterday that we talked about the problems with their statement about how they obfuscated the doubling of price by referring only to a dollar increase on the monthly basis and a $5 increase on the three monthly basis. Didn't mention that they were getting rid of 12 month offerings and increasing a price effectively from $60 to $120 in an effort pretty transparently to increase the sales of their $180 Game Pass Ultimate product. That wasn't, that wasn't a year ago. That was, that was only yesterday. And as it turns out, Microsoft got hit with quite the backlash. Now, we are 100% going to talk about that. Hopefully, it's a pretty quick video. You know better than I do at this point in time. But before we do, I know a number of you have asked me questions uh, about this. And this won't always be at the front of these kinds of videos. But in light of some of the difficulties that the channel has been having of late with YouTube taking down, striking, issuing violations on videos that are fully legal analysis based. I think a lot of you understand if you've been in virtual legality before that we need to start looking uh, at better ways to support our efforts on this channel. I think they're important. I really like doing these for you, but they do take a chunk of time. YouTube's revenues have been down really since the end of last year. All sorts of things have indicated that we here at the Hoglaw YouTube channel and virtual legality in general need to start looking at better ways to support our efforts in this space. The very first one of those, and if this is your first time in virtual legality, please ignore all of this. All right, just ignore this, skip ahead 30 seconds, 60 seconds, whatever this is. The very first effort is going to be donations and tips and purchases from our store. We just added effectively a tip jar through Streamlabs. I've got the link highlighted on your screen right now. It's streamlabs.com slash Richard Hogue. That's me slash tip. I don't even think you have to add that last part, but if you're feeling like you love this content, you like to see it supported, you like to see us survive, whether at YouTube or somewhere else, you want to throw whatever you think is appropriate at that tip jar. I certainly appreciate it. We'll see how things go from there, but you are under 100% no obligation to do that at all. Also, we've got some new stuff in the store just to support this effort in general. You can find that store at the link on your screen. It's teespring.com stores, Hogloss store. And we've added in some new products just to try to help this process a little bit along. We've got some lovely symbol-based uh, items here that show a few of the components of our logo, which I know a number of you like, on these shirts and sweatshirts. So please do check those out again only if you are interested in. I might add this page to the end portion of the videos uh, in the future just to help support that process. And also, if you want to leave a comment to this video or in the comments to a donation or tip, God bless you, and tell me what it is you'd like to see come out of that process. I've been thinking about potentially having uh, sponsors uh, come out of that donation process, potentially have questions, live answer sessions, maybe monthly uh, somewhere in YouTube or Twitch or elsewhere. If any of those things would interest you, if any of those things you think are a good idea, let me know. I am looking for ways to help uh, branch out the way that virtual legality lives now 
because I think it's fairly safe to assume that there are platforms that serve as potential threats to the further existence of this project. And I think it's important. I know we mostly talk about video games and movies and pop culture here, but hopefully in an educational and informational way. If you agree, please feel free, whatever you think is appropriate, to put money into those accounts. If you don't, or if you just like playing the YouTube advertisements as a way of supporting this channel and otherwise engaging with the content, that is totally fine as well. I appreciate each and every one of you, no matter whether or not you use any of these facilities. But if you can support the channel, I appreciate it. If you can't, I appreciate you anyway. Let's actually talk about some substance because I don't know about you, I don't love shilling that hard, even if it's for myself. So let's talk about what happened, oh, at about midnight this morning. Today was not great, says Xbox. Indeed, it wasn't, as we talked about yesterday. We always try to do our best for you, and today we missed the mark. We hear you, and we are reversing our Xbox Live Gold pricing updates, reversing them, going away. To bring Xbox Live more in line with how we see the player at the center of their experience, we will also, not included in their tweet, but they will also be removing gold requirements for free-to-play games. Yeah, if you weren't familiar with all of this, you can go and you can play Fortnite for free on the Switch or on the PlayStation or certainly on your PC. The Xbox project was requiring you to have a gold membership to play even free-to-play multiplayer games on their service. They were out of step completely with the way the other consoles and the PC had worked. And one of the things that came out of the people really evaluating this message from yesterday was not only is it going to be double in price to PlayStation and a lot more expensive than Nintendo Switch, but they were giving you less if you didn't buy it. So they were making it more of a walled garden. They were raising those walls higher than even Sony and Nintendo were doing. And Xbox was taking a lot of heat from this. Now, before we actually look at the messaging that they changed and the apology that they give and and why I think it's maybe not as effective as it could otherwise be, I, I think it's important to note that one of the things we said in our video yesterday is that if Xbox didn't raise their price on Xbox Live Gold in certain of these regions for 10 years, then maybe they are deserving of some kind of increase in the fee. And that might be rightly thought of by the accountants and the business folks at Microsoft. But everything about this rollout was wrong that they were effectively doubling the price of Xbox Live Gold for their most hardcore supporters uh, that were deigning to leave for a moment to either go to Sony or just stop the Xbox program, or because, hey, it's 2021 and we're in the middle of a recession and a pandemic, couldn't afford the video game multiplayer payment price that Microsoft was trying to lock people in to, to give them that $60 benefit and penalize them realistically for having the temerity to leave the service, that all of this was bad. And most of that was hidden behind obfuscation and veils of only a dollar increase per month. And that was ultimately the problem I had. I think Microsoft is going to approach this concept again. And as we'll see in their messaging, it really doesn't halt their ability to do it in the future, nor would we expect it to. But effectively, the mask has dropped. The veil has been lifted. And now I think that Microsoft has really burnt a lot of goodwill in the eyes of a lot of people, justifiably so. And so when I see people come to my comments, I tweeted about this story in the middle of the night uh, this morning. When I see people come to my comments and suggest that this was a giant conspiracy in order to win goodwill because they're rolling back that free-to-play barrier and because they reversed course so quickly, I have to laugh a little bit. It's perfectly fine to think that people are engaged in four-dimensional chess and making all these enormously great strategic decisions. But you don't go out there with the doubling of the price, with something that's going to get smacked down so hard 
and then reverse course. You aren't going to get back to the level of brand goodwill that you had before yesterday started. So if that was their plan, and we shouldn't put anything aside because the messaging in and of itself yesterday was so silly, if that was their plan, it was a failure. They aren't getting back that street credibility, the benefits that they had gotten from a fairly smooth process into the Series X era. Although we, of course, have to comment on the fact that Halo Infinite's going to miss its launch date by a year. They revealed it in the end of last summer, presumably because they thought it looked good, and it, of course, did not. And so Microsoft PR has been having these issues for some time now. It still isn't the case that they are silly enough to just burn their goodwill to the ground and expect it to all come back the moment after they reverse course. So let's take a look at what yesterday's blog post now looks like. No changes to Xbox Live Gold pricing. Free to play games to be unlocked. Yep, they're trying to save face. We messed up today and you were right to let us know. Connecting and playing with friends is a vital part of gaming and we failed to meet the expectations of players who count on it every day. As a result, we have decided not to change Xbox Live Gold pricing. Note, by the way, there is some space in between what you bought for $60 is now $120 and, oh, we're not going to change pricing at all. Microsoft is screwing up on this messaging royally, really in both directions. You want to tell me, okay, we're going to have a 5% or a 10% increase, even over a course of a number of years. People can generally absorb that. It's transparent. They understand. They can make the choice as it happens. You see Netflix has done this for the past, I don't know, three years, and they've had pretty significant increases that have caused some burnoff, but effectively, from a business perspective, they're boiling that frog, right? If you aren't familiar with that metaphor, there's, a, there's an old idiom, and I don't actually know how truthful this is, that if you put a frog in a cold pot of water and you slowly turn up the temperature, it'll actually boil. It won't jump out because you've made the changes small enough. It's apocryphal. Uh, somebody can come into my comments and tell me if there's any scientific basis in that, but certainly business people and folks referring to rhetorical devices refer to the boiling frog a lot because the notion is death by a thousand cuts. You make those increases small, even if they are significant in the aggregate and they are better able to be ingested by whomever it is you are trying to kill by those thousand cuts. The big, big problem was that Microsoft tried to sell you on a doubling of price and they knew that looked horrible. And so they never told you about it in this blog post that was ostensibly telling you what would happen to you with respect to your Xbox Live Gold subscription. Sure, if you maintained your subscription, you'd keep it for now, but the writing was on the wall and people rightly called them out on it. We're turning this moment into an opportunity to bring Xbox Live more in line with how we see the player at the center of their experience. For free-to-play games, you will no longer need an Xbox Live Gold membership to play those games on Xbox. We are working hard to deliver this change as soon as possible in the coming months. Now, there's a couple of things to take from this second paragraph. The last sentence of which I think completely belies the notion that this was at all four-dimensional chess that they were planning in order to win the day with a big news item that they were lowering the free-to-play wall. The fact that they aren't ready to deliver that change as soon as this statement was made effectively speaks to me, and this is all speculation, right? We are guessing at the inner workings of this multinational global corporation of which gaming division is only a small part, that they got 
everything that was coming to them yesterday and they started to react and say, oh, we're going to have to reverse. Okay, we're going to have to reverse, but reversing probably isn't good enough because people understand that we were trying to upsell on the Game Pass and we've got folks like Hogue at Virtual Legality. No, I don't pretend like they were having an argument about me in their hallowed inner sanctum, but that there are folks everywhere talking about this. We need to give them a sweetener. We need to move something to their benefit in order to try to curtail the bad taste that is left in people's mouths. Right, And so they came up with, you know what? It's always been silly that we had this barrier up. It's probably not even driving a lot of subscribers to Xbox Live Gold. And worse, it's probably making Sony and Nintendo look better against our value proposition. This should come down anyway, but we have certain technical engineering in place. We might even have contractual license obligations in place. I don't know what those might be, but there are in existence ways that the Xbox project works with free-to-play games that can't be just flipped on a Switch. So not only are they saying we're going to do this, they don't say it's going to be this week. They don't say it's going to be even this month, the coming months. Now, Microsoft is a behemoth. They are the Titanic trying to change course. It's going to take them a while to do basically anything. But this clearly wasn't the plan, because if it was, you start to do this, the free-to-play lowering of the walls in November or December. And then maybe you even say this month or this week that this happens, and then maybe you're playing four-dimensional chess. Instead, they say, well, uh, we can give you this is going to take us a while. And as we know, take us a while can mean a long while, has been the case with Halo Infinite. So we are turning this moment into an opportunity completely accurate. This is what they are trying to do. But it's not really to bring Xbox Live more in line with how we see the player at the center of their experience. It's more we are trying to turn this moment into an opportunity to not burn our goodwill to the ground. We've watched CD Projekt go up in flames. People are just now getting Xbox Series Xs. There's been a shortage of them really throughout the holiday season and now into January of 2021. We don't want everybody to think poorly about the Xbox. So we are turning this moment into an opportunity. We are making lemonade out of those lemons. Maybe, but it's a pretty sour lemonade all the same. If you are an Xbox Live Gold member already, you stay at your current price for renewal, which of course was the promise with the language that they changed live between when I read this initially yesterday morning and when we actually did the video. That was already what was going to happen. New and existing members can continue to enjoy Xbox Live Gold for the same prices they pay today. Great. Reverse course. In the US, that's 10 for one month, 25 for three months. And 44 six months, of course, them hiding that they were doing effectively a 50% increase on the six-month purchase of Xbox Live Gold in their previous statement was one of the things I hit them on the hardest. You don't hide that in the last line of your blog post when you have a bullet devoted to describing the increases. Come on, Microsoft. This isn't our first rodeo. And $60 for 12 months, not from Xbox directly, but at retail. Note one of the things that was happening yesterday, I had a number of people come to my comments and say, well, you can still get a 12-month card at Best Buy and in Target. And indeed you could through the day that they had made this blog post. But it was certainly my belief that based on this messaging, they were not going to make those cards or retail items available to those outlets as soon as those had run out. There was no reference to 12 months at all in this blog post. And so the addition of it here, $60 for retail 12 months, suggests that the original plan was to stop production of those entirely. And now we're going to keep up with those cards for the foreseeable future. 
The problem is, of course, that, as I said, that the masks are down, the veil has been lifted. And even though they have struck this language about price increases, they've struck this language about the new prices, you'll note they did a very poor job of this, right? There are still portions of this message that aren't struck. We reassess the value and pricing of our services. We'll be making price adjustments for Xbox Live Gold and select markets. If this isn't done on the fly by a frantic PR slash legal department acting at midnight the day of the announcement, then you actually go through this and you cover the stuff that talks about price increases. Okay, we'll be making price adjustments for Xbox Live Gold and select markets. We should strike that, put a strike through through that. We'll go on a little bit. If you're in a region where prices are being adjusted, you'll receive an email. That should all be struck. Nobody's going to be getting those anymore, etc., etc. Instead, they took a hatchet to this thing because they are acting on the fly at speed to get this messaging out there because, no, this wasn't a grand global conspiracy. This was Microsoft not only shooting one foot off, but shooting two feet off. We're pretty circumspect about corporate messaging as it is, but it's very rare for us to go out there with, is this the worst messaging of the year? In a year where in the first three weeks, we've already had the most significant triple A game developer from last year come out with three separate statements, two class action lawsuits, all of which we dissected in virtual legality and found wanting. And still someone was able within this first three week period to come out and say, oh my God, I can't, I can't even believe they said something like this, that they went out and deliberately looked like they were trying to hide the ball from their own consumers, their own audience. So yes, Microsoft is well within its rights to look at pricing, to potentially increase that pricing, especially if they haven't increased it for a long period of time. They are not within their rights and they will be called out in this space each and every time they elect to do so to hide what it is they are doing. People deserve the right to make the evaluation. Oh my goodness, that's $120 now. I will be locked in if I don't do that. Or to determine for themselves that Game Pass at $180 a year is something that makes sense to them without just kind of squeezing gold up there. Make Game Pass better, Microsoft. Don't make gold worse in order to, by comparison, make Game Pass look better. That isn't a way that you should sell your products. You can do better, Microsoft. I know you can, but certainly this statement from yesterday and even these statements going forward right now are correct in causing everybody to think, ooh, I'm not sure about Microsoft. We know what they're trying to achieve now and what they're trying to achieve might not be in my, as a video game consumer's best interest. This has been Virtual Legality for today. Thank you so much for dropping by. If you enjoyed this video, please like, subscribe, share, ring bells, hit us up either in the comments to this video, on those donation pages, buy something from the store, anything you can do to help the channel and Virtual Legality on the whole. I certainly appreciate. Otherwise, if you caught this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.